early in the morning, on the first day of the week, the women entered the tomb and they found it was empty. And they ran away to give the news to the apostles. Name the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, congratulations, you Christians. <laughs> Aren't you the lucky ones? You're baptized and chrismated. In a few minutes, you receive the body and blood of the Lord. That body that came forth from the tomb and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty and comes to be amongst us in the sacred uh, bread and wine at the Holy Eucharist. He is truly the risen Lord. So have courage and have consolation in this truth, in this holy gift that God the Father has sent to us and his divine Son who gave us the mystery, the majesty, the beauty, the life of the sacraments. Name the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. That was my short little explanation of the beauty we have today. Uh, I thank those who persevered with us through Holy Week. I thank God I had the strength to persevere through it uh, myself. And the couple of monks that we have here, we, they're very good to me and made sure I and my Easter, Easter angel here, uh, Lady Elizabeth. On the tetrapod is the icon of the Holy Resurrection. Uh, it was given to me by um, uh, Sir Ernest Russo, who has gone to his blessed place and destiny in the heavenly kingdom. Now, what's particular about this icon is not that it's a work of art. It's in sort of a pedestrian icon. Uh, but in it is a little piece of the stone that comes from the Holy Sepulchre. Uh, where Jesus rose from the dead. Some years ago, a knight and lady of the Holy Sepulchre gave quite a bit of money to have the chaborium over the sepulchre repaired. It was falling apart for many years. And the people that controlled that, the different churches, could not make a decision or what to do. But they came in and said, well, we'll give the money, we'll do it. Well, when you talk to clergy that way, they have to give in, don't they? That's such an argument, but it just... So it's been redone, and it's very beautiful. So the stones that were removed at that time to make the repair and things like that were not just thrown in the dump. They were collected and put into holy icons by the Malkite Christians, which is wonderful, and they are also Catholics. So we have such an icon here. We're very blessed. We're a very blessed monastery. I think we have the, the stones and icons or whatever bones of uh, 70-some saints here. So it's a wonderful thing. Have all those people with you, praying for you. And I wonder what it's going to be like when we all rise from the dead and <laughs> they're looking for their bones. <laughs> it's just whether, sort of entertaining to me that God can make everything come together, not to worry about it. And these holy relics are sources of grace and healing to us. And we have company with the saints in praying with us. Well, today is a wonderful Saints Day. Because through this resurrection of Christ, certain things happened. First of all, some of the writings of the fathers and even some of the liturgical texts say that heaven was amazed that a human being 
came up and sat right down against God the Father in heaven on his throne. And he was truly fresh of our flesh, truly united himself with our suffering, and truly came to give us this gift of life. Because unfortunately, we are all under the same curse of death. But by his resurrection, he has destroyed that curse. But we must be appreciative. And on these great holy days, especially this Easter, we try to celebrate the liturgy with tension, devotion, and love. And we eat the special foods and we pray and fast for 40 days in preparation. What are we preparing for? The deification of our body. As I tell you, it scares me the fact of death. It's not natural to us. And I tell you, the suffering we undergo in this life is not, was not intended by God. And I tell you that he came to recreate the world by giving a new Adam, Jesus himself. He is the new Adam. And that new Adam, we call that in the Eastern Church, recapitulation theology. So the world has already been created to Christ. Once it fell. And in the new creation in Christ Jesus, it cannot fail. And this is not a selfish act of God because he always had the Son with him from all eternity, but indeed a, sect, a sign of love for his children on the earth and our suffering and our desire for heaven. Everybody wants to live in heaven. I'd like it to start right now. I'd like to be assumed into heaven. My Mary and Joseph and all these great saints, Elijah, and the great Old Testament saints that went up and carried a fire. And, but they were special. But, you know, like our Blessed Lady's Dormition, how could it be that the wound that gave birth to the Savior, the Son of God, would undergo corruption? So it was necessary. He took her to heaven. Necessary, because his body and hers are the same. He has her hair, her eyes, her hands, her skin, and he has her love, a mother's love. And we pray today on this Easter <clears throat> to our Blessed Mother, and we sing Shine and Splendor, O New Jerusalem, a special hymn to her during the liturgy, asking God and thanking her because she is truly our mother, because we share in this life that is Christ. That's possible through the mysterion of the sacramental liturgy. So every sacrament is a touch of Jesus Christ. Every sacrament he is perfected in by the prayer of his priesthood is his empowering to us eternal life in the divine energies and promising us 
of the resurrection. What a wonder. You Christians, you're so fortunate. We're sort of maligned. I think it's out of jealousy. I think it's also because the devil would like to destroy all of us. He's very unhappy with this resurrection. But I'm happy. And I know my Savior loves me. And I know his Father loves me. And I know the grace of the Holy Spirit is with us. And I know he comes to the holy table and takes simple things like bread and wine and the glorified risen Lord comes into that blessed sacrament, as we say. And we eat his body and drink his blood in this holy meal. The meal with the Holy Trinity. So at the beginning of the Eucharistic liturgy, we always start out, blessed is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Blessed is the kingdom of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Because it is the meal of the Holy Trinity, served to us by Christ, the great high priest. And every gesture, every word, every prayer is inspired by the Holy Spirit. And the great gift is the risen Lord. Carry this in your heart. You are a tabernacle. The holiness of life is in you because Christ is risen and his resurrection is a new covenant and we eat his body and drink his blood of the risen Lord. Lovely, beautiful. So today, we eat special food, we celebrate, uh, we say special prayers. Enough cannot be said, the beauty of this feast. And all across the world, there are families gathering together in their homes because they can't get to church. But Christ is with them. Or two or three are gathered, he says, I'm in their midst. And he is grieved that maybe they won't be able to see the Holy Eucharist. But you are fortunate you will, you happy few. I contemplate a wondrous mystery, the incarnation. Jesus Christ, God and man. And he brings to that human body divinity. He's not the only one. He is the high priest of sanctification. And he will share his divine life with us. Especially if we live a pure life, prayerful life, a sacrificial life in hope of the glorified, resurrected Lord. You are a new creation, dear people. You are members of Christ's church, his mystical body. He feeds you on his body and blood, and he is our resurrected high priest, the right hand of glory in heaven, but also amongst us every day, every moment of our life, especially our prayers and the sacramental gifts. I think it's a wonderful ma ma majesty of God to have ever given the sacramental gifts. I think that is probably the greatest sign of love 
in all of Revelation that God the Father would send his Son, who would die on the cross and shed his blood into the chalice, his divinity into the bread, in this Holy Eucharist. At one point in the liturgy in the Byzantine Church, I take a portion of the consecrated body of Christ and I drop it into the chalice, the gift of the Holy Spirit. That's the resurrection, liturgically. His body and blood come together. And then I say, the gifts, meaning the gift given to you. And you're part of that gift because you're baptized, chrismated, and you participate in the Holy Eucharist. When you're in temptation and you're thinking badly of yourself, give it up. You are of special dignity. You are Christians. Christians whose life is resurrection and not death. Name the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen.